go. You take it. Uh, it's Craft Comics. Welcome to Craft Comics. It's Jerry Moore and Danny Mac. You know the drill. We're Wait keeping up. it real. We're doing some comics, drinking some beers, having some fun, right, Jerry? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun. <laughs> Welcome to Craft Comics. I am your host. Don't let the intro fool you. Wow, that was scary. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me is Dan McHugh. I never knew that hosting a podcast could be so yeah. stressful until that exact moment. I came out. I came at you pretty hot. Yep. I didn't give you any warning, and you know what? You rolled with it. <laughs> I rolled with it. I yeah. rolled on it. I uh-huh. rolled over it. You it's rolled. Done. You rolled in it. Yep. And now I have to take you out back and get the hose on the and hose give on. you a little fucking bath. Yep. Like the dirty Dax boy that I am. The dirty fucking Dax boy that you are. Uh, welcome to Craft Comics. Uh, this is a weekly wink, wink, nudge, nudge comic book review and. I don't know, craft beer podcast. Yeah. It's fun. It is, yeah. It's Uh, it's in theory. In theory, it's fun. We crush beers. Uh, We'll talk about them. We talk about some books. But before we talk about any of that, let's talk about some socials. This is the fun stuff. This is what everyone yells at me and tells me to plug, everyone being nobody. Uh, We are on Twitter at comics underscore craft. We're on Instagram as Dan. I think it's craft period comics. Craft period comments. Full comments. disclosure, I uh, <laughs> you haven't posted on thing in a minute. Well, I got a I got a new phone. Uh-huh. Well, a new old phone because my a other new one old phone. It's the same type of phone, yes. just replaced uh-huh. because my old one didn't hold a charge. Oh, so I got it replaced. I don't. <laughs> I haven't logged into the craft comics uh-huh. Instagram yet, so that'll be an experience. But yeah. it will exist again because i took a couple pictures of that bonkers immortal hulk shit yeah and also the uh the account still exists so you can still follow us whether or not danny mac posts it's true whether or not i can log into it Uh you can still follow it dan we gained a follower in our hiatus uh some poor bastard (laughs) followed us on twitter and i was like what what are you doing? Is this a <laughs> on mistake? Twitter? Is, this oh a, is this an absolute mistake? Um, so yeah, this is a weekly comic book and beer review podcast. We uh, drink some beers, we get a little drunk, and we yell at each other about comic books. We disagree about stuff. It's a good time for everybody, I think. But mostly for us. But mostly for us because we're Selfishly. getting drunk and, and enjoying one another's company. Exactly. Um, so yeah, the the general format. We'll talk about some beer. We'll talk about some books, but before we talk about either of those things, this is off to a good start. I feel like I'm on a roll right now. I feel like you're doing great. I feel like I crushed the intro. I feel like we're both on top of it. Yep, we are on top of our game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before we talk about any of that, though, I always got to do it. You know I had to. to You know I had to. You got to do it to him. You know I had to do it to him. Danny Mac, how the fuck have you been doing, my dude? Good. That's cool. Quiet. All right, let's, yeah, move, let's on. move on. No, no it's it, I've been good. I, we you went to my wedding reception last weekend. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I did. I well, did. you know, you were you were you were there and you were dancing and uh-huh. you were um, celebrating with me and I enjoyed it. So thank you for joining me. Could joining you? Could joining me. I enjoyed it considerably. It was a great time. You had wonderful food. 
Yep. A banging playlist, by yep. the way. Thank you. Uh, your bride looked beautiful. Yep. You looked handsome. Yep. And uh, it was a good time all around. So yep. I, I got to say, 10 out of 10, top marks. And both of us got some uh, leftover beer out of it. Fuck which yeah, nice. I did. <laughs> I have had your keg in my garage, and I just feel like an alcoholic because like, <laughs> like the neighbors see me out there like pumping it like at all, yeah. all hours of the day, just being like... Being like, yeah, what do you what do you want? What do you I have want a keg in my me? fucking garage. What am I supposed to do? Not, Not drink it? Drink it? No, piece, sir. Yeah, piece of shit. Uh, we are having some very minor technical difficulties. Uh, we're gonna, Dan. Do you want to try to adjust that? It looks like it's gonna fall. Yeah, it does look like it's gonna fall. I think it's just. I'm just. Gonna... This is a new thing. We're gonna. We have to take breaks. Um, I, I feel like we need to tip it sideways. And I know I've, that you. I know that you hate it. But I can't tip it anymore. Side like that. Yeah, and okay. then we can scooch you. We can scooch that shit behind you backwards. This is a professional operation, folks, and I will. I only demand the absolute highest, <laughs> highest of standards. For, okay, let's try that. Yeah, and so look, check it, check it out. We can have eye contact now. I feel like we're missing something in between us, like a fern. And our yeah, mm, between. Well, a, no, we need to be between two ferns. Yeah. Uh, or we could have... Ta- I was thinking a table. Like a hard surface. Okay. Like something where we can just like slap down. No, sir! Yeah, or I was thinking... I Okay, with like the one step back, you know, I was thinking like put the comics on. Oh, okay. Yeah, have that our, would make a lot of sense, wouldn't actually. It, wouldn't that make some sense? I feel we like... We wouldn't have to like full awkwardly like hold them in the air and fucking... Oh. I'm just pushing it that way. Okay. And and like acri- awkwardly like wave it in each other's faces. Is this, is this helping at all? No. Okay. I think it is. It's good enough. Yeah, there you go. It's in front of your um, mouth now. That's the important thing. But yeah, nice thing about... It's falling. Jerry, can you just <laughs> fucking... We're going to pause this shit. Okay. Okay, we're back. As I was saying. <laughs> do you even know what you were saying? I do, actually. I remember. Oh, God. You held on to this. I did. That's so good. the nice thing about ordering too much stuff for a wedding... Yes. As a home brewer... Uh-huh. You can just take all of that leftover kegged beer, just throw it into the like five gallon corny kegs you got. Me and you are sitting pretty. I've got five gallons of wine, Stefan. You've got five gallons of bold font all caps from Working Draft Brewery. It's a hazy IPA. It's a hazy baby. It's a hazy baby IPA. So yeah, I was actually pretty thrilled with uh-huh. that situation. I knew we'd have too much. Crystal's coworker convinced us to upgrade from a half barrel and a quarter barrel to a half barrel and a half barrel. And I knew that it was a bad decision, but you know, we ended up, we're able to drink the beer anyway. So yeah, you're, you're, you came out on top, yep. I think. Well, I mean, you did pay for it, so I guess you didn't come out on top, but yeah, it's but not I like mean, it was free beer. I mean, it kind of was though. Cause like everyone gives you money for weddings. Sure. So it's, yeah. it's, it's basically free, but yeah, so that happened. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter Iceborne with my boy Jerry. That's right. With my boy Pete Ice. That's right. Um, that game is so fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. Like, I've I've rarely, if ever, gotten into the end game, quote unquote, of like any big uh, video game, but that stuff hooked me. Yeah, so the general premise of Monster Hunter is that you are a monster hunter and you go around and do you know what you do? You hunt monsters. <laughs> you hunt monsters. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you stab them, you kill them, you shoot them, you do whatever you want to do to make sure that they die. Then you take their pieces. Yep. And then you make armor out of it and weapons out and of weapons, it. And weapons, yeah. And, and the hook is so much better than that it, than it sounds. In it's my it's opinion. yeah. It's just like 
if you've ever appreciated crafting in any video game, this is the game for you. Because, like, mm-hmm. you, it's just, yeah, basically the, the whole reason you're doing anything in the game is for crafting materials and stuff. And just so you can, it, it does a good job with all the RPG elements. I don't know. It's just, it's just a fantastic game. I love it so much. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got this, like, super addicting hook to it, which is like, well, shit, I have to... I have to kill this monster so that I can make this mm-hmm. piece. But in order to kill this monster, oh, this monster is weak to this element, yeah. and then I need to make a weapon that's this element. So I need to kill this monster. Well, what is that? What is that monster weak? And it's like, oh and then, my god! And then if you choose to like try out a different weapon or anything, then the whole fucking <laughs> game starts again, and you're yeah. like, okay, well, I gotta start all over. I gotta pick new weapons. Yep. I gotta pick new armor. I gotta hunt these monsters for this and these yep. for that. It's wild. And, and each weapon plays completely very different. Very different. It, yeah, it's, it's like insane. a whole different game. It's yeah. crazy. Yep. It's it's super fun and I've been so so like so happy to be playing it with you guys. Like I love yep. playing video games with friends is like yeah. I like playing them alone. Yeah. But like just like getting on. Chilling. And I haven't really had a game that I could play with friends in a long time. Yeah, where like, like Apex or something, right? Yeah, or something yeah, where people are on like regularly and just like playing a good amount. I don't have to like hassle people into like playing with me, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's good to have a game like that. I've been wanting that for a while, so it's been a good time. Gotta hassle P-Dice a little bit, because that guy's dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> he is dodgy, but he, like... He's, he's dodgy, but... You I know? feel like I've gotten lucky recently. He'll yeah. he'll go on, and then he'll like actually go on like an hour after he says. Right. So, yeah, oh, just, sorry, I went to Milwaukee with Lauren. <laughs> I have <laughs> like, to... You add like an hour and 15 minutes on any time that Oh, and I was making dinner. Oh, and I have to take a shit, and I have to, you know, make dinner again. Half an hour later, I'm still taking a shit. I ate something and yeah i'm still pooping yeah, yeah. that's uh, that kind of it's that, that level yeah I, I i did appreciate in the in the in the hunter group chat you being like phil because <laughs> <laughs> that was when yeah. he was like i'll be on at six and yeah. then it was seven thirty. and yeah. before that he was like i'm gonna be on at four thirty. yep let's just drag this man that's what this <laughs> podcast is is dragging phil for his monster hunter uh welcome to the drag phil cast exactly uh I so yeah I, all day. and also the last couple days i tried out uh destiny new light because the new uh expansion came out which means the base game they created so shit shadow keep i think it's called or something like storm something it doesn't matter anyway they can they came out with this new expansion but with this new expansion they came out with a free-to-play option Uh uh-huh which includes everything up to the most recent expansion right uh except for saken so the last two expansions what yeah doesn't make any sense so all the year one content because it sucked um, like Curse of Osiris and whatever the other one was. Is it? Am I am I fucking high, or are we talking about? Deja, is this deja vu right now? Because like, it, it, this sounds to me like you're telling me about Destiny One. Yeah, no, it's the like, exact same. Like, yeah, the first wave, the first the year first DLC year sucked, sucked, but then they came out with the Taken King, and it, and it changed. Or was it the, the game. Forsaken? Was it the Taken King in one, or was that? Yeah, two? I think no, that was one. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't fuck it. Or was t- the Taken? No, yeah, you're, no, no you're, it was one. Uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. They like followed a- the exact same path. It's like Vanilla Destiny was totally mediocre. Then they came out with a bunch of bullshit DLC that no one wanted. Then they came out with a DLC they actually should have released uh-huh. at like day one. 
and now everyone plays it again because it's a complete game. They just had to pay like four hundred dollars to do it. And now Destiny Three will come out, and everyone will and be like, we, "But this time, but this time, surely it, they surely, will have learned. Surely from their it'll mistakes. be oh well, it'll be because because they broke away from because they broke mm-hmm. away from uh, Activision. Yep, totally. and then everyone will be like, "Wow, the release of yeah, why don't uh, you hold these why? Because uh, I'm scared of myself. Yeah, Dan, beer next to Dan it. is a well, they uh, you know surely they've learned from themselves, and then they'll be like. Well, you know, uh, the release of Destiny Three is a bit underwhelming, <laughs> a bit but, underwhelming but we're but, but we're looking forward to when they have the tor- the Taken King slash Forsaken like <laughs> content where the real game where comes the out. real game begins. You just have to slog through a hundred hours of this vanilla content so that hopefully in the future they will release a DLC that you can actually play yeah, and enjoy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's it's supposed to. I've always wanted to honestly play Destiny on PC, and this actually solved. The problems that I was having. Yeah, because you'd have to fucking pay for it again, right? Well, not only oh. that, because I actually got it for free because, like... Uh, they were giving it out. They yeah. were giving it out for free. Yep. But... You can migrate your character now? Yes, you can yeah. migrate your character now. So I would have had to start all over, play yep. that, like, mediocre-ass campaign again, is it level a, all my shit up. Is it a migration or is it a shared account? Um, like, are you... Am I ripping my... Is it, like, Fortnite, where my, where my progress is shared between my PlayStation accounts and my PC account? Or is it, like, I'm ripping my character from the playstation sticking it into pc and now for those are two separate entities now no i think you can play on both you can dabble on both but you can't you probably can't cross play i think no you can't cross play and i think you can't um share expansions between different consoles. so you have to buy the expansions separately but or you could play like the like free to play you know if if i was if i bought all of this stuff on pc I could still play with Rob, like strikes and stuff, right? Uh, with that character, even on if you PS4, even if you uh, like out leveled the level cap of the previous expansions, I think so. Because I mean, these if are, these you share are, characters, yeah, I don't these know. These are key logistical it, questions. It's you know true, and it's confusing the way that they chose to do it. But what I don't a surprise! Know. I mean, yeah, but I, I'm well. You see, Dan, if you interested. if you buy the Iridium tier Platinum Gamer yeah. Pass, you can do everything. Oh, for a simple nineteen ninety nine a month. That game is so like needlessly complex. It's yeah. only fitting that like their crossplay also be needlessly complex. Um, speaking of needlessly complex, I've been playing Borderlands three. Yeah, and I don't know. That's not. It's not needlessly complex. So it's not a very good segue but the, what it would, would would be a good segue is that there is a dinklebot boss in borderlands 3 which really? i think is funny and he drops an engram that you have to take back what? that you have to take back to your thing to decrypt it and turn it it's the only instance of that in the game but you have to decrypt this engram that the dinklebot drops that to is get hilarious the it's like making fun of it because it's like why doesn't it just drop the i think like the little splash thing is like why didn't it just drop a gun yeah <laughs> and i'm like that's pretty <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> That is pretty good. I will, I, okay, I have this weird love-hate relationship with Borderlands 3. Yeah. And I finally decided, and this is for all the people that listen to this show, Zeke, who has played Borderlands <laughs> 3 and can and can hear me out on this. You like it, right? Yes. That's your final decision? I have landed on... En- I enjoy playing Borderlands 3, yeah. the game, but I fucking hate the everything writing. else about it. Well, not everything else about it. The writing, right? Isn't Just that the, your main beef? The script. Yeah, and I will say the script itself because, yeah. like, I found myself, uh, I, I, and I finally nailed down what my big issue is with this game. So, like in Borderlands Two, it was meme writing and shit all over the mm-hmm. place. If you go back and play it now, you're like, oh my god, this did not age super well, and this game won't age well either. Mm-hmm. Like some of the references are already outdated. Like they have a pickle Rick. 
meme. Oh, and you're like, yeah. really? Like, I get that you fucking did this like a year and a half ago where this may have been topical, but the, yeah. but like the fucking, but you released it a week ago. Yeah. And the, in, like the, in, at this point, memes li- are born and die in the fucking like, yeah. In like a week. You yeah. know what I mean? Like me and the boys. Yeah. Big F because that's a good ass <laughs> meme, you know? Good meme, anyway. So like Borderlands 2 had meme ass writing. Yep. But the characters gave a shit to what what to what was going on around them. Mm-hmm. Right? So I it finally hit me what my biggest fucking problem is with this game when after so uh the bad guys kill a key character in the game. Like oh, a, no. a, a key a key like play like a previously playable character. They the, the bad guys waste them and if it's Lilith I'm going to fucking They rage. they come out and they just they taunt you the entire rest of the game with it. Uh-huh. And they're just dangling it over your head but nobody not neither your player character neither the people that you're interacting with ever say a fucking thing no about one it to no it. one ca- no one seems yeah. to care yeah you know what i mean like there's some little bits here and there like oh we're gonna do this for this person or we're gonna do that for that person but it's like so limp and yeah. like weak what i i was like this whole game would have been fixed is if it if it wasn't a fucking one-way channel yeah. where the bad guys were just doing the handsome jack thing like oh yeah. killed your friend da, da, da. you know what i mean yeah. like oh don't you feel so sad i would love for the character or other characters to just be like, like I am going to fucking something. kill you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I find you, yeah. I'm going to kill you. And then like to fight, to have mm-hmm. a conflict back and forth. But instead you, you as a player are just this one way vessel for this meme ass writing yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, I just want a, like button prompt, a button prompt to come up and to be, be like, be like press X to say fuck off. You know what I mean? And I just want to, <laughs> I want to, I want my character to care. I want any, any yeah. character to care. And what's crazy and I'll say this, in the last 10 minutes of that game, they dump more of that to almost trick me into forgetting the the rest of the mm-hmm. game. You know what I mean? Like, there are really nice little vignettes where one character is, like, painting a picture of the person. Mm. One person's writing a letter to the person who died. You know what I mean? All yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, I like these characters, but I fucking, the, this, the, it was just, I don't know. That's, it didn't, like, justify that ending. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's it. That's all it it boils down to is the fact that like they just couldn't write them i like them and i there are people there that are extremely talented that are like making like the people who drew the, drew those little comic book vignettes mm-hmm. are better storytellers than the the person who wrote the script yeah you know what i mean like yeah because they understood subtlety like there there's there's yeah you can be zany and wild but like the what makes and this worked in borderlands 2 too like you mm-hmm. remember when when bloodwing got killed Mordecai freaks out and didn't like uh Roland Roland dies and they all too. and yeah. they're all sad ab- you know what I mean they're yeah. all sad about it mm-hmm. and you have a whole like thing about it but like yeah. and people reacted to mm-hmm. it but no one reacts to anything it's just I don't weird. know it is super weird and it's unfortunate because the rest of that game is solid it feels so good to run around and shoot people in that game did they fix like all the weird like menu glitchy issues or not mm, really not on PlayStation it's still okay. like, I, so what happens is and I don't understand why why a menu would be this crazy but like um yeah the first time you load it it loads it and, and caches it uh-huh but that so that first time you load it it actually what's funny is if when you start the game up it won't let you open the menu for like 10 seconds it'll be like can't open echo menu at this time because it's still too busy loading the rest yeah. of the shit so if it the tried to load the, the rest of the game and the menu in tandem <laughs> it would probably just like shit the bed so it and, just says no can't do it. yeah i'm not gonna open the menu right now which is fucking <laughs> hilarious yeah, that is bizarre. There's a lot of stuff, um, and w- w- to compound what makes it even worse is if you open like your character menu, like your inventory, when someone's talking, the game pauses. Mm. It's like, no, you're gonna listen. Mm. 
to the memes. Even if it's like you running around in an echo recording, you know how people like talk at you in those games in the top right and you're like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, I need to open my thing. It'll be like, oh. Okay. As As I was saying, now that you're done, I'm like, oh, my God. That's pretty terrible. It forces you to interact with the shit awful. You know, someday video game industry will hire competent writers. And they're starting to they're a starting little to. bit. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I would say we're not fully there yet. Because, like, like, honestly, that was my main beef with, like, all Destiny and all that shit, too. Yeah. It's Don't just you care like, about Cade 6? Oh. We're going to kill him. We're going to kill Cade he 6. He was quippy. He had quips. He, Don't, he, you he Don't you care? Don't you care? You guys remember Firefly? You guys remember Firefly? <laughs> he was Nathan <laughs> Fillion. Nathan. <laughs> and we killed him. What do you think about that? How, how about that? Huh? How about that? Now you got... Uh, oh, fuck. Wait. What do we do? That means that we have... Uh, what's the... What, Exactly. I can't remember the name of the other two people. No, it's it Shalda like and Vara or something Cora like and something. Who I cares? Don't know. Because they're it doesn't both, matter because they don't yeah. like Cade Six was bad, but at least he was memorable. Right and now you killed him because he was a meme. Yeah, and like the rest of them. Yeah, the rest of them are he totally was... faceless. God, the writers of that <laughs> game. Bungie keeps just like, like I know what it'll do. We'll take our only even remotely interesting yeah. character and we'll kill <laughs> and him. him. We'll kill him for for a cheap for cheap feels. Yep. Oh fuck. <laughs> what do we What do we do? What now? do we do? Oh god, uh, the writing in that game is so bad. It's like, what if we took the worst parts about <laughs> Blizzard sus. writing, yeah. which is already not great. What happens if we took like, the worst parts of sci-fi and made a whole game about we it? We just want to get deeper into the lore, less into any relatable characters or dialogue, mm-hmm. and just 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 lore. That's all we want is lore. And we're not even going to tell you about the lore through the characters. They're going to be codex no. entries. Yeah. You'll have to look it up. You'll have to search the wiki, but it'll be worth it, it'll right? It'll be so worth because it. Because you'll be able to find out this totally original story of this alien vessel that came to Earth and uh-huh. blessed them with a bunch of technology. Uh-huh. It's totally not a ripoff of fucking 2001 A Space Odyssey. Hang on, Dan. At all. Hang on, Dan. Wait, wait. Are you going to tell me that... Uh, there was an advanced alien race yeah. ahead of people that's so... Good. <laughs> Were they called? It's the, pretty. Uh, the four, the forerunners. Four no, that's the Halo. That's the Halo guys. <laughs> no, that's not even the Halo guys. It isn't. No, the four. Wait, no, forerunners was Halo. What, that is Halo. What was the? What was the one from Mass Effect? Oh God, yeah, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I could have swore it was the four. I could have swore it was the forerunners. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they. Duck it, Yeah. Oh God. But anyways, uh, yeah, Borderlands Three is a good game to play, a horrible game to experience. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Oh, wash over you. I'm excited to play it with Rob. Yeah. Um, I, but... uh, no one's fucking excited to play with me. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'll wait for Rob to get it. I'm like, okay, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> I guess I'll just play it by myself then. I mean, like, I've got Monster Hunter, so like, what do I really need other games for right now? Yeah, but I mean, your boy wants to play some fucking Borderlands with you. Yeah, but you'll you'll you know you'll hop on once Donnie Mac. Donnie Mac, that's my. I just name. everyone. Donnie Mac. Donnie Mac. Everyone's waiting for Rob, but I'm here. I'm well, right like, here, baby. The weird thing I feel is, like, Mike I feel like wasn't fucking, going to wait. I feel for like Rob. the second he bought hot the game. Yeah, I feel like the second hot girl, the second hottest girl at the bar, mm. and everyone's hitting on the hottest girl, but she's not putting out. But I'm ready. <laughs> I'm like ready to go, and no one's hitting on me. It sucks. Yeah. Sucks to suck, man. I guess. Well, that's me. Sucks to suck. Maybe I'll get it once I'm done with Monster Hunter. You'll so. never be done with Monster Hunter. That's the beautiful thing about that game. Yeah, but I'll probably be done with Monster You're gonna Hunter. You're going to hit that Master Rank 100? Oh, uh, maybe. We'll see. I got like 40 levels to go. I could do it, potentially. You could do it. You know what else we could do? 
we could talk about some comic books or some beer. Some beer. Hey, watch the fucking. We got notes up, Dan. Oh, this yeah. is a this is a holy beer number this is a one. Holy doctor. Look at this schedule we have with timestamps <laughs> and everything, and we're hitting all of them. <laughs> Memorable timestamps such as spoiler warnings and books with at an twenty two minutes and forty four <laughs> seconds. You know, I, we've gotten some feedback on this show, and you guys are saying that this show isn't long enough. So we've so been we've decided to stretch out the banter portion to a yep. cool forty five minutes. <laughs> Nice conversation between friends. Jerry, uh, you know, we're drinking some... Uh, uh, nice <laughs> wow, that was the most fucking brutal transition ever. Oh, I, th- I liked it. You liked it? Okay, go. Sorry. I thought I, it had some, yes, like, and? I thought it had some nice, like, just just me, like, making some obnoxious noises yep. and just kind of... It's got what you want. Jerry, we got... You're like, just a, nice a good, conversation, good conversation amongst friends. Jerry, we're drinking a beer. Jerry, we're drinking a beer. We're leaving the last segment. We are drinking Treff Punked Kolsch style ale from Gathering Place Brewing Company. Dan, you know how I feel about Kolsch's, right? Uh, I think you like them, right? I, fe- I, th- I think that they smell like farts, typically. But this oh, one, yeah, that's This right. one does not smell like no, farts. this it smells a like... little pale, I, was gonna I say, might it say. It smells like gin. It's a little... It's not hoppy but it's not not hoppy you know what i mean not it's, mean it's a whole uh 28 ibus however 28 high IB, IB, 28 ibus 28 ibus is pretty high for an alcohol that's 4.6 percent yeah and for a colch which, yeah, which is yeah which is a like not, a lagery kind of thing yeah it's not hop forward at all usually this one is very slightly hop forward but i still think it's pretty balanced i actually like this beer what i'm actually I'm, I'm into it and i'm and i'm gonna guess if i had to if i had to assume anything i think we've got the piney resinous hops in this one yeah. definitely not the citrusy one i think you're yeah i think you are spot on and i think that is also spot on for the colch damn this place looks crazy i'm looking it up right now uh at and it it's in milwaukee gathering what? place brewing company yeah where i have no idea but uh the pictures are pretty fucking crazy they have like a giant brewing space it looks like it's pretty open take a look i'm taking a look the people at home can't see but and I can see. also their beer hall looks like a church yeah you're right it, or or a hollowed out boat yes it's one of the two and it can't be anything else yeah or, or, refu- or, or like an architectural design that they just chose to do. Yeah. It has to be either a boat. So it must or be an pretty new, but you know, you didn't I, tell me where. It, besides Milwaukee, is like it's like like east east. When I, how I the fuck do I? Know, I'm gonna man. I'm gonna lie. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sound like an idiot when I say like East Ward, Fifth Ward, the Third Ward, Third Ward, Third is Ward. The hipster I got there. Ward. Yeah, we got there. We got yep, there. I yep. bet it's in the Third Ward. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know how to figure that out. Dan, it's, are you at, com- it's on Vienna Avenue. This okay. is where it is. I don't know. I don't know. You can't. It's right you... next to the Culvers <laughs> oh. on Shorewood Drive, and also okay. next to the Walmart Supercenter. So I'm guessing it's not in the fucking Third Ward. Probably, but well, that's where actually it is. that looks like it might be. It's really close to the UWM. I think yeah. that actually might be Third Ward. Really? There's yeah. a Walmart Supercenter in the Third Ward, and they call that place Hipster Central. Well, so here's the U. I don't. I don't actually know. It's on the other side of the Milwaukee River. But I don't Close think we've to... drank this on the podcast before, have we? No, it must be new. Yeah. Um, so I think they recently started distributing. Also, Trixie's recently 
upped their uh, seasonal yeah, beer to, stock. To, to an, I saw that. Into they, they have it in its own other... Uh, yeah. They have two fucking... What which I vastly things? appreciate. You know, um, like the frozen food section, you have those those drawers like a, where the, all the pizzas are behind? Yeah, like a freezer door. Or yeah, but it's a refrigerator. Door and, it's yeah, a refrigerator right. door. And, but, it, but yeah, they added... But that sounds It weird. used to be one, Yep, but now it's two. But baby. now it's two. it's two. Yeah, they got some really good stuff that I've not tried before. I almost bought a bunch of obnoxious shit. You should have. You should have had... You should have bought that Drecker, like... Wasn't there like a Drecker like I looked at the Drecker cherry. ones. Uh they were both sours though, I know, and I wasn't th- feeling a sour. That's all fucking Drecker makes, man. Yeah, I know. Just sours. But they don't. That's the thing. I think that's just what caught on when they were distributing. I don't know. Oh, it's Drecker, the sours guy. Dan's about to be visited slash blessed by by our by mascot, cakes. Keiko. Cakes. But uh no, so I'll I'll get some obnoxious fall stuff next. I, I found the most obnoxious uh, fall beer. Yeah, I hope where's they the pumpkin haven't. spice shit, dude? Okay, oh I don't want to say it. Should don't, I say don't, it? No, okay. no, 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 okay. don't, don't, don't. This is gonna I be a surprise. I found the most obnoxious fall beer, and you didn't buy it. I didn't buy it this time. You trash panda, dude. I wanted something good. I wanted something to like ease us in. I didn't think either of us were feeling like. Like I don't know, mistake. insanity. Mistake. I'm always feeling insanity. All right. What all is it like right. a double? Uh, don't d- just let me play with this. Yeah. If it's the most obnoxious fall beer, I bet it's like double pumpkin imperial porter or something like. You're that. not far off. Oh fuck yeah! You're not. Far I'm into off. it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. If they have it next week, I'm gonna get it for so, sure. So Dan, we have uh, we're drinking Treff Punked a Kolsch style ale. Oh, it's a Kolsch style ale yeah it's so not a kolsch actually so they talk about this okay 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 can. okay okay let's explain let's explain first the difference between an ale and a kolsch for the people who don't know well okay but this actually okay, is a lager but it's this ale okay read i guess read the thing it oh says, you're right it says kolsch style ale that's what so i'm saying the uh yeah why don't you talk about it Okay, I'll tell you a little bit of a difference between an ale and a lager. Typically, ales are what us uh, trash homebrewers make because they don't require like any refrigeration. Um, it's basically the difference between a lager and a ale. An ale? Yeah, an ale is uh, the temperature that it's fermented at. So um, ales are typically fermented at like just like ambient temperatures. And that can produce like a lot of fun, weird yeast characters and, and, and flavors that, that are good, right? So like... Stouts are ales, uh, pale ales, IPAs, right? Those are all ales. Whereas, like your typical like domestic beer, those are lagers, and and they're associated with like a cleaner, crisp yeah. kind of flavor to them because they're fermented cold. They're fermented at like forty to fifty degrees, something like that. Yeah, somewhere in that range. So pretty right. cold. They take a lot longer to ferment because like as you chill stuff down, you slow its activity. Right, that's entropy, baby. Um, and the higher the temperature, the the faster things are happening. Right, so ales tend to ferment and like. A week to two weeks and uh loggers can take up to like two months i think yeah so the thing about kolsch's is typically a lager the reason why they call it like and even on the on the can it says style is call it a kolsch but um so kolsch's are made with ale yeast but they are conditioned at lager temperatures later in the cycle so i don't even they're fermented wait 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 they're fermented with Top fermenting ale yeast. But at ale. At ale temperatures. Yes. And then they're conditioned at cooler temperatures. So I don't know if they're a lager. My whole my whole life's a lie. Well, I yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know if they're lagers or they're ales, but the reason fermenting. 
Yeah, that that means ale yeast. It doesn't. It's kind of a misnomer, but because everyone like, al- they always make a yeast cake at the bottom. Yeah, they ales, always right? talk about ale yeast being top fermenting, lager yeast being bottom fermenting, and it's just because of the way it looks when it ferments. But anyways, the way that the reason why they call this a uh, Kolsch style is because Kolsch is apparently a regional beer. Oh, you have to be from Kolsch Germany. Um, Colleen, actually, or oh. Koln? Koln? Koln, Germany. <laughs> Let's just yeah. bumble our way K- dumbasses. <laughs> o umlaut ln. Oh, Koln. of course. <laughs> of course. So I think that's why they call it a Kolsch style. Yeah. I think it might, I don't know, I, I, think, I think it might technically be an ale, so. Okay. But... What do we know? I don't know much about Kolsch. Nothing. That's kind of why. <laughs> we don't know shit. That's kind of why I wanted to drink one, just because yeah. I like the taste. It's not an IPA, mm-hmm. and uh, it was readily available from a brewery I haven't had before. But yeah, yeah. I like this. And out of Milwaukee, so and hey. out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, that's a win-win-win, a triple threat, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, triple, mm-hmm, triple, triple, mm-hmm, triple. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, you, what do you think about this? I was going to ask you. Shit. I think it's now, very crisp. Oh, you had yours ready and to go. light. Uh huh. And slightly hoppy. Yeah. Um, but I think I like that. Normally, I like my lagers or like lager tasting beers like Kolsch's to be more malty and not really have much hops at all. Um, but I think I like the balance in this. It might be slightly too bitter for me. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm, I might like just a slightly less, but I think it's pretty balanced, so I don't really care that much, you know? I'm trying to do the cool guy thing where I'm where I'm appreciating the depths of flavors, right? Yeah. So like <clears throat> it's it, it, it it's actually a pretty long drink. It takes a while to evolve for me. Okay. Um, so up front you get I I get mostly carbonation and bitterness, right? Mhm. And then that kind of like Yeah, it is a little bitter. Up front. It it hits you yep. with the bitterness right up front and you get the you I think this might be slightly higher carbonated or maybe it's the bitterness with the carbonation that's like yeah. kind of Hitting you. Hitting you up front. Um, but then it kind of yields to like a little bit of maltiness. I get a little bit of maltiness. Yeah. And then that doesn't last for super long. And mm-hmm. at the end, it kind of lingers this like resinous, piney, yeah. herbaceous Hop taste. Flavor. It, remi- it reminds me kind of of like, uh, have you ever had those? I don't know what the fuck you call them. I'm not, I'm not cultured enough to have them. But they're like, they're like Italian... Aperitif, but afterwards they're 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 digestif. Yes, digestif. They're very steeped in like um, it's like ginny. It reminds me. It's like spirit, herbal spirit and herbs. Yeah, and I'm getting mostly like rosemary and juniper with it. And I I don't know why I'm landing so hard on this like juniper thing, but I bet I bet the hops that they use are like no, yeah, I I get that. I get that. It is pretty piney. It's. Good. I think this is a good beer. Yeah, me um, too. Complicated. It's I think like, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. And, and well like to, balanced. I like to I, perfectly balanced. Not yeah. perfectly because no. it's a little bit edging a little, on hops. Yeah, a little too bitter for me, but pretty pretty fucking good. I would still drink this again for sure. So that is Treff Punked by, uh, what is that? Gathering Place Brewery out of, yeah, Milwaukee, out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. So if you're ever in the neighborhood, check it out. Give them a kiss. Unless they don't want you to, in which <laughs> Ask case... Ask permission first. And, and if they don't want you to, tell them Jared Moore sent you. <laughs> tell them Danny and Jerry sent you. Tell them Jerry Janney. Told them Jerry to give them a big Jenny. sloppy one. Oh, God. Oh, oh, goodness. Big sloppy one. That's the name of this episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got to write that down so I don't forget it. Danny Max stall for time. Well, I guess we should transition. Transition. To start talking about some... Camics, and we have been out of the game for a bit here, folks. Jared, start fucking typing what you're typing. I typed Biggie, and I don't think that's the name of no, it. No, Big Sloppy One. Big Sloppy One. Um, <laughs> I typed Biggie, and I was like, I got stuck. I was like, what the 
fuck? <laughs> I definitely didn't say Biggie. Uh, so yeah, we've been out of the game for a minute. We've it's got been a few weeks, but I ha- I just posted the one that we recorded. Um, yeah, I saw that a few weeks ago mm-hmm. last week. So they didn't actually know that. They thought that we were just gone for a month and then back last week. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I didn't even. Uh, what's funny is we said it's September. We didn't even say the date in the last episode, so they Ooh. have no idea what day it was. So. We sneaky. We sneaky. Well, we were sneaky, but you kind of ruined it. Well, I didn't say I didn't say the exact date. I don't even know the exact date, so it's still it, it, a mystery. It's been a, few, it's been a f- couple weeks, a few weeks. Yeah. Not not nearly as long as a break of a break as we took the last time, though. But basically, we're kind of doing what we did last time, where we're catching up on stuff. We're yep. gonna do some overviews of stuff we caught up on, and uh, a bunch of stuff that also came out this week. And we hope you like it. And we hope you like it. And uh, if you don't, then we'll get back to our regular formatting soon enough once we start doing this more regularly. Because it's winter times, and uh, everyone knows you can't, do, yeah. you can't do anything else in the winter, so you got to pack Danny Mac into Jerry's basement, yep. Yep. let him slap yep. me around a yep. little yep. bit, yep. Yep. and yep. Yep. Uh, yep. feed me some, some fermented juices. You some know? wheat juice. That's, it's a traditional Midwestern um if you had to call beer activity anything would you call it barley juice or would you call it yeast juice Ooh, i'd call it barley juice i like yeast juice because it sounds gross yeah you're right yeah yeah so i'm gonna call it it is barley juice yeah it's fermented barley juice but i like yeast juice i'm i mean i'm not gonna stop you before we talk about these books this is your spoiler warning we're gonna spoil these books nobody reads comic books in the year of our lord anno domini 2019 anyway but hey we're legally obligated. I signed a contract. I have to give you spoiler warning. So with that out of the way, we're going to talk about DC first. Huh, because that was the bulk of our books this week, except for the uh, X-Men. X-Men's. Which we'll get to a little bit later, folks. And you, uh, Immortal Hulk. And Immortal Hulk. Um, but yeah, that was only... Uh, Dan. Dan, that was one thing that we're going to talk about. And we got three DC books that we're going to talk about here. So first off is a a personal favorite series of craft comics. This is Zan and Jaina. The best. What are the dead? They have the last Wonder names? Twins. Do they have last names? Zan uh, and Jaina Wonder of Wonder Twin so. Fames. Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbara. Yeah. Hanna Barbara fame. Uh, you might know them from. Uh, I don't know, like mid-morning cartoons, Wonder yeah, Twin Powers, Hanna Barbara shit, and Cartoon Network in the late '90s, early '90s, late '80s. I don't know. But wouldn't you know it? That fucking scamp, Brian Michael Bendis, he yeah. signed something called Wonder Comics, which yep. are bringing all kinds of fun oh. young adult slash young young person comics into the DC age. And who do they bring but the Wonder Twins? What better heroes to bring to Wonder Comics than the Wonder Twins, Jared? I ask you. It's good branding. It's good branding. It's, it's perfect, great branding. Perfect fucking branding, Dan. Oh. And you know what else is perfect? Is Mark yeah. Russell's writing. Yeah, it really is. So this is Wonder Twins number seven, written by Mark Russell, David Byrne, and David... Sh- oh, I don't think it's David Byrne, is it? Uh-oh. It's not? This is probably... I don't think it's David Byrne. Stephen Byrne. Sorry, oh. Stephen. So it's uh Sorry, Stephen. So this is created by Mark Russell, Stephen Byrne, and Dave Sharp. <laughs> what did you write? Steve I, Sharp? No, I wrote David Sharp, and I don't oh. know why I got stuck on okay. that. It's fine. Okay. That's a really long thing that we're gonna edit out and it's yeah. gonna we'll fix it in post, baby. But it's fantastic, is yep. all you need to know. So this I, to sum it up, and I'm what we're gonna try to do on this show is kind of sum up. Uh, not only the issue, but the series um, at the beginning. And mm-hmm. I should have warned you about this ahead of time because I've been thinking about this for a week, but what? you haven't been thinking about this. Uh, how to do this. So 
Wonder Twins is kind of this like weird like political satire thing um, that's kind of looking at. Yeah. It's kind of a. Ta- it's not a takedown specifically because there's a certain still a certain reverence for superheroes, but it's. I would I would maybe call it a takedown. I don't think it's. A, I don't see if it was a takedown. They wouldn't have that part. Okay, let's get okay. Shut the fuck up, Dan. So it's a it's a <laughs> it's it's a kind of like satire on um, superheroes and and kind of the the, the tropes, but like Golden Age and Silver Age superheroes, right? right? More and the, like and the tropes, we're bagging the baddies, right? And the tropes they're in, and they're kind of like taking it uh, taking a look at it through like a slightly more critical lens, um, with a lot of like good jabs at people who deserve it in in yeah. the, in the meantime, right? Um, so this particular issue centered around um, Jan and Zena. Zan and Jaina, who have <laughs> I do this every time. It's been like two months since we've read one of these, and I still can't get it right. Um, who have just taken down um, the Scrambler and Miss Math, who their whole plot was to scramble the brains of everyone on the planet so that the rich could no longer ingratiate themselves because the rich wouldn't know whose body that they basically got swapped mm-hmm. into. So they had to make like a planet equal for everyone. So they took them down, right? Yep. which is like, I don't know, you know. Was it was it really all that bad what they were gonna do? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's I the kind would of thing. honestly support it. Exactly. Until I got switched into a seventy year old's body. And a seventy then, year old that would suck. Yes. Yeah. And absolutely. then I would be like, Well, this is kind of shit. That does suck. But then they were gonna unscramble him, I think. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would suck if you were like a baby and you got scrambled into like an yeah. elderly person's body. Oh yeah. And you'd just be like of well you know, It would create some pretty horrific scenarios, but definitely. You know, probably shake up a political structure for the best. I would assume yeah so this is following the 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 immediate fallout of that um jaina really liked um miss math uh she was her best friend she's wrestling kind of with this like idea that like what her friend was doing wasn't actually that bad but her the motives that she was doing it with weren't good and and yeah all that kind of stuff she's feeling guilty uh meanwhile zan is just like loving life you know what i mean he's enjoying himself he's a, he's a because hero because they help take down the exactly. big bad he's, guy he's getting slaps on the backs and all that uh hockey fans are rioting there's a really good one page joke about hockey fans just yep. rioting whenever they win yep uh which is funny uh, and then there's a really smelly guy who gets uh, who gets put on a, a crane yeah. and dragged through riots just yeah. to disperse just the to crowd because he them. smells so bad. <laughs> and it's really sad actually because it's uh, so sad. The the two guys that bring him out hate him. They think that all they never actually talk to him. They just talk about him as if he's not there. Yeah. And he's like, you you guys are the only human contact I have. You guys are my best friends. Yeah. Like God, this guy sucks. He stinks yeah. so bad. It's really sad. It's so sad. And oh God, this this book does such. A good job this whole series of like true (laughs) truly sad shit happening to people who don't deserve it yep and it reminds me yeah this guy reminds me of the fucking alcohol recovering alcoholic vampire yeah totally yeah 100 it's just like it the world creates circumstances by which it it fucks over people it's not like uh, you know, golden age comics where like good people do good things and good stuff happens to them, and that's the end. It's Easy like peasy. it's like no, the world is complicated. It's a mess, and even if we try and fight bad things, sometimes we're the bad guys inadvertently, and yep. you have to control like complex situations with uh, very tactical planning and you know it's like i like that they they eliminate all the black and white of the superhero world in this yep. they take that down i think and then the rest of it though yes it's just they kind of try to explore everything from a 
positive perspective of right. like how can we do the most good in these types of situations yeah so i the, the only reason why i was hesitating to call it like a takedown of the superhero genre is because to me there's still a certain reverence for the source material yeah and here. still a and good a amount of positivity right and a reverence for the ideal I, ideals mm-hmm. of the source material but like looking at it through like a more critical lens right and, and yeah and realizing that the world is not this black and white thing. Like it's not like they're taking down Superman, being like, right? It's not the it's Superman. Not, it's not the Watchmen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. It's not cynical. It's not. It's not this necessarily. Like, right. It's not this cynical thing being like, super people suck. So if superheroes are just people with powers, yeah, and since people suck, so superheroes fuck yeah. people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like it's it's more it's more nuanced than that. And there's like a really good bit. And I was I was talking to Dan while we were reading these comics today, and I was like, man, Mark Russell could really write Superman any day of the week for me. Yep. But I also appreciate him as a supporting character in this because he's pretty much just giving Jaina. Uh, she's she comes to him being like, hey. I'm really wrestling with this being a hero thing because, like, I put my best friend behind bars for something that I agree with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, why rich people are ingratiating themselves. Her ideals were right and spot on, and maybe Mm -hmm. she could have impacted the world right. Yeah. And um, basically, like, Superman's like, yeah, I hear you. It sucks. (laughs) Being a hero sucks sometimes. And it's like, it's being a hero isn't when everything's going well and it cuts to, like, Zan getting slapped Mm -hmm. on the back, you know what I mean? And people giving him thumbs up and stuff. He's like, it's easy to be a hero when everyone is like giving you positive reinforcement he's like yeah being a hero is truly sticking to like a principle and then like even when it sucks you know what i mean and like, like even when it's it hurts very people lonely yeah. experience right. and it cuts to the smelly guy that, that no poor one wants smelly to guy and he's just playing fucking he's so chess fucking alone. nice oh my god he's it super was nice. so heartbreaking but, but you did see the bit at the end right where she was, uh, she yeah, was where aunt. she was an aunt and she was talking to him. So yeah, that she was, was play- nice. she was playing with him. Yeah, yeah, she was playing the game with him. She went but to go it, visit. But it's just so sad, man. <laughs> it's it's just, it is still sad. He's just such a nice man, and they just like lower him into place. And he's like, "Hey, could you guys please get out of here?" And then like at the, one point, yeah, the like, guy throws a fucking bottle at him, and he's like, "Hey, nice toss, man." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at one point, they're like, "There's an angry mob that's like actively going to murder him for like just trying to not have yeah, because the crane the city the crane breaks breaks and he, falls, and he just yeah. falls down." And he's exposed, and it's like, God damn! Like that, that was super depressing to me. Actually, it's yeah. Like, there's a, there's a whole... super altruistic man who's it, just trying to help things. While while like... this is not inherently cynical, there is some cynicism in here. Like, well, not cynicism, but like I don't know, a little bit pragmatism. Though. It's though, like, though, like the world the... sucks. I feel yeah. like is how this is approaching. Yeah. Well, uh, my, fa- my I think my the, the line that I'm sp- like referring to specifically is when like the the guys are yelling at Superman. They're like, why didn't you tell us the world was yeah. gonna? Why did, How often does this happen? Because yeah. so basically, people find out that the, the there's a meteor heading to Earth, mm-hmm. and it's gonna hit in five hours. So they all riot, all hell breaks out. They come back, the superheroes come back, they land, and then the superheroes or the the people are mad at the superheroes for not telling them. They're like, how often does this happen? And, like, and they well, found out like mm-hmm. randomly through yeah. Zan and Jaina when they like, well, have. it happens more often than you'd like to know. They're like, why don't you tell us? And he's like, he looks around at all the shit. He's like, <laughs> yeah. do you really want to know? And all the rioting damage. Yeah. He's like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, that was pretty, that was pretty cynical. Yeah. Think, that was, but also right. But also so. correct. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. It, it does kind of start out from a cynical perspective, but I feel like it's pretty positive in. Yeah. It's, it's sprinkled in there, but it's like, like people but, still need to try their best and we can do our best and help people. Yeah. And I, I feel like we, is the theme. Yeah. I, and I think we've talked about this before, like the difference between cynicism and uh, pragmat pragmatism. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like, I feel like this, Russell does a good job of being pragmatic without being cynical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cynical I would be like, 
all people suck. All you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's so all people me, suck, and all people are gonna suck forever. Watch no ma- me. No matter what, you know what I mean? Like no matter what, blah, blah, blah. It, yeah. yeah, it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, I, I agree. I but feel... and he he just he knows how to tug on those heartstrings too, man. Yep. Like this and like I remember there was another one or twins issue that I was tearing up at. It's just he doesn't. Yeah, the fucking monkey one. The monkey. Oh, that was you, so that sad. hit you. That hit you right in there, man. When he was escaping from the circus, and then he did, the, and he could because he couldn't do the trick. Because he couldn't do the trick. He couldn't. And then he. Did it to <laughs> oh. we're we're opening up old wounds here at craft comics oh it's uh, so good super duper sad speaking of opening up old wounds spinning out of heroes in crisis yeah we have harley quinn and poison ivy number one created by jody hauser adriana mello mark morales hi-fi and gabriella downey um i could do this one too yeah so this is like a, I, I'm going to say it is, it's not a sequel to, but it's like a spin off of Heroes in Crisis, which was a event that listeners to the show might understand that had, had to do with heroes going to a place called Sanctuary to get mental health treatment and yeah. getting murdered. And shit went wrong. And shit went real wrong as stuff happens to do. So Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn are okay. Everything's fine. Poison Ivy died, came back as a leaf, and now yep. they're they're kind of like, uh, retreating to the burbs to kind of um, lay low a bit and and just deal with the trauma. Did anyone stay? Did anyone important stay dead out of that comic? Do you know? Do you remember? Yeah, all of them, right? Well, who was the other Ever- big one? It was Poison Ivy and Wally West. Oh yeah, that's right. And Wally West ended up instigating the whole thing, so it was like yeah, yeah. Poison so Ivy, I mean, Wally West, and then like and all then like a of bunch those of extras. other characters. Yeah. Okay, that so no didn't, one that didn't come back. So no one important. Okay, well Arsenal was pretty fucking important to me, Dan. <laughs> you piece of shit. He was he was a titan. Yeah, Arsenal was a titan. He was a titan. God damn it. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So we're rebuilding, kind of um, dealing with some stuff. Uh, it's 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 cute. Um, there, the the bulk of this takes place in a small suburban town. Um, and it's really just about Harley Quinn and uh, Poison Ivy trying to deal with the shit in the fallout. Following, yeah, because like she, you know, she was rebirthed. She can't really hold her form well. She's like naked and all like kind of exoskeletal or like I don't know. She's like muscly. She, she's she, mostly plant. Yeah. yeah, she looks like if you took a human body and stripped away the skin and just left the muscle tissue, right. that's what she looks like, but green. And she's yeah. kind of learning to rebuild herself. So there, there's a scene where they're out in public i think it's the first time that she's probably been or like they're 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 practicing being out in public uh, after this whole thing went down i think there's something that happens I, and I, if i'm if i'm guessing it has something to do with like just being around people where she's yeah. trying to try on new clothes or something like that and she kind of melts oh. well right? I, she I says it's all too much it, i think yeah maybe it's it might be a combination of being around people, but also just, just holding like, the form. Yeah. Like, like being birthed and like yeah. not being able to hold her shit. So Harley Quinn runs out with her. There, there's some, there's some stuff. There's some, there's some background about how Lex Luthor at one point um, delivered some fertilizer uh, yeah. to, for Harley Quinn, I guess, or for, or for poison so, Ivy. Yeah. So there, there are two beefs I have with this yes. book. Uh, the first is, yeah, they, they kind of shoehorn in like the Lex Luthor, uh, year of the villain stuff where Lex Luthor apparently oh, yeah. dies and then spends You'll all of his money. You'll need this for what's to come. Yeah, yeah. And then spends all of his money buying gifts for super villains around the globe or just giving them money so that they can decide what to do with it. It's like some big event that's just shoehorned in every comic basically. Right. Um, so I didn't really like that it was shoehorned in here just because it had zero reason to. I will disagree with you really yeah because i think and here this is this this is my interpretation of what's going on here the setup 
So we have an entire monologue delivered by Harley Quinn to Poison Ivy. Yeah. About um, maybe not being a villain anymore and maybe trying their hand at being a hero. So I think... I think the chief can like the chief idea of this miniseries and the chief conflict of this miniseries will probably mm-hmm. be the choice of Poison Ivy either kind of accepting the gift of Lex Luthor and choosing to be a villain or choosing uh, at the end of it to to, to okay. side with Harley Quinn and be a, to be a superhero. Yeah, that so, would be cool. Well, I agree that it's, it, it seems shoehorned in. That's kind of the direction that I think that it's going. Because like, okay. do you notice that uh, Ivy wasn't given a chance to respond to what Harley Quinn was saying about being that's a hero? That's true. Because they true. get interrupted by that dude from yeah. the green who shows up. So. Yeah, you're right. You're If they do go that direction, I would agree that it would be... Uh... It would be cool. That it would be worth it. And I um, and I and I really do hope uh I hope I hope beyond hope because I really like their relationship. I think they're like a cool Yeah. it's like a cute dynamic that they mm-hmm. have and like I don't I don't want DC to just throw it all under the bus and be like for especially not for a fucking the villain. Scott, <laughs> Scott Snyder, Snyder year of the villain yeah. shit that would be so just groan worthy. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh my second beef I had with this is like okay. just just make them lesbians right or bisexuals or whatever just like have them actually do that it's like so subtextual here it's like we're living in the 90s and like uh the fucking like subaru commercials it's like or they they're they're lesbians but we're not gonna show you they're lesbians these two best friends with (laughs) short hair and flannel going on a road trip together exactly it's like just do it no one cares yeah it's like i mean maybe a few guys care some people care and fuck them but just do yeah. it. Like it's been happening. No, but everyone knows it's that, been happening. That, that's what I'm for that, years. What, what I'm trying to get at too is that like I really hope that they don't throw that under the bus because like they're they they actually are pretty openly like DC has referred to them as like the like one of the only like uh, homosexual couples. You know yeah. what I mean? They're like canonly a romantic couple. But like you said it yourself, they had they there was an advertisement, was an advertisement. for this. They changed their friendship. It forever. will change their friendship forever. <laughs> and like the fact that they're still referring it to it as a friendship right. is kind of insulting. It's kind of lame. Yeah, I don't know. It, no, I I agree with you completely. And, it, and they should just commit to it because like because why would, not? It, it it is what it is. You know what I mean? Quit doing like the lesbian baiting and yeah. just fucking like call it what it is. Yeah, which is a like a lesbian rela- or bisexual. Whatever whatever the fuck yeah who cares who cares uh, harley quinn's clearly a romantic relationship yeah a romantic relationship uh which is always heavily not even heavily implied like outright stated yeah they outright state that they like have sex you know what i mean and like like it's just like why are we what are we like they they cover it up sometimes when it's like when they think it's going to be more high profile maybe right and then other times when you know they just don't seem to care Maybe because it doesn't, it won't get as much press. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's hope, kind of annoying. I hope they don't do the comic book thing, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna do the comic book thing where they just like they ratchet up the tension of her going evil and yeah. betraying Harley Quinn. Oh, that would be bad. It would be, but then I hope that like they're gonna do it. Mark my words, they're gonna do it. But then I hope in like the fifth or sixth that she's like, I'm not gonna. I would never betray you. This is all just a foil. This is part of my thing uh, you they know they're gonna that. go that way no i hope they don't though because that Maybe. would be bad would it be really good and i don't i have no faith in this comic well i do have some faith in this comic because i, th- I thought this was cute i thought it was good yeah yeah it was good and it was cute but i don't have faith in D- dc editorial allowing mm. this to happen but like i think it would be really cute if it was like six issues of 100 percent you know like relationship yeah i'm gay for you yeah i will never betray you let's go fuck this green yeah. guy up you know what yeah. i mean like that's what i want to see that's yeah i would like want. to see that too cool 
Uh, so that was Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn number one. And that brings us to the last uh, regular old DC comic of this week. And that's Aquaman number 52, the new Aquaman number 252. Oh. Uh, this is created by Kelly Sue DeConnick, Robson Roca, Daniel Enriques, Sunny Go, and Clayton Cowles. Sunny Go. Sunny Go. Dan, would you want to take this one? I love that name. Yeah, Sunny yeah, sure. So we missed episode. the last uh, issue of Aquaman, so I don't know a ton about what's oh happening. Oh my God, you can fucking infer there's a gigantic space creature fucking him up, Dan. That's it. <laughs> but also Aqualad's there. I don't uh, know what happened in the last... I missed one issue. Well, where the fuck did Aqualad come from? And like The sea. His name's Aqualad. He came from the sea, Dan. <sighs> but like, but why is he there? There's a lot. I don't know. I want to see him and uh There's Aquaman. not a lot of context you're missing. There is uh, about 20 pages worth of comic book context that you're missing because we missed one episode. Exactly. But that's a lot. No, it's not. Yes, man. it is. I feel like they could. <laughs> I feel like a lot of this book is just really well written and a lot yeah, of. I'm, know, I I'm am sure sad. they had a great way to kind of get Aqualad into all of and this. Beautiful art. That's yeah. the that's the thing I'm the most sad about is missing an yeah, issue that, worth of Aquaman. Yeah, mainly that. But yeah. uh, but also I think that it would be cool. I've never I've only seen Aqualad in like the Teen Titans. I think it'd be cool to see him talking to Aquaman a lot more and see I don't know. You know I want to see that dynamic. See how he got in there in the last issue. But whatever. He came from the sea. He came from the sea. He's here now. He and came fighting, in the sea. They're fighting a Cthulhu monster. Yep. Uh, how is, did it get here? I can't understand. I can't read this comic without knowing. <laughs> Specifically, how this Cthulhu monster was summoned. The Cthulhu monster is secondary, but I do want to know how Aqualad got there. Really? Yeah. That's what you got hung up on? Yes. I didn't even think about how Aqualad got there. I was like, how did this Cthulhu monster get here? I don't know. It seems weird. I've never seen him in the context of anything but the Teen Titans, but I want to. I don't know anything about him. I want to know more about him. That's all. You want to know what he what, what he fears? I want to know what he fears, where he came from, what his relationship is in the Aquaman universe. The Aquaverse. The Aquaverse. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Um, But yeah, so they're fighting the big Cthulhu monster that is incredibly well drawn. It's like a super deep sea kraken skull creature. It's so cool. Yep. Man, it's so cool. I love it. It's just like a giant horror Cthulhu beast. Yeah, there's some really sweet panels here where like during the action scenes where they just do this thing where like um, the person doing like a deep cut on something like cutting through a tentacle or some shit is just silhouetted. But instead of being beyond white, it's behind red. Just this fucking deep, angry red. Yeah, I'm like, that's dope. It's really cool. He's even got lightsabers. It looks, yeah, very Star Wars reminiscent. Hey, shout outs to you, Sonny Go, for the colors on this one, baby. Yeah, for sure. They're very nice. And of course, uh, Robson Rokan art. Yeah, so this was, it was basically just the like yeah them fighting the giant crack the whole time. It was awesome. I loved it. Um, I don't usually like just like big mindless brawls, but like this one was so well drawn that it was just like who cares? Pretty incredible. Yeah, and like, there was some good bands. I like yeah. the quality. The quality. Like I like a fucking fight book. You know what I mean? It's comics, Dan. It's comics. You gotta have the fight fight book every now and then. Yeah, but like usually, if I'm dropped into a fight book with no context, I don't care. You about had it. context, Dan. We've we've been with these characters for like eight issues. <laughs> You, oh, missed, are, you missed one. I don't have the context of why they're fighting this giant the context tentacle is, monster. The context is they're they're in Maine, baby. <laughs> this shit happens all the time. I just like some Aqualad's, ramp up, and yeah. I feel like that was probably the last issue yep. when I missed it, and that's fine, because this is still good. Well, that one guy died. Did he? Yeah, they have a funeral for him at the end. I don't even know, man. The colors are so good. The red, the reds. Shout yeah. out, Sunny Go, shout out to your red palette, baby. 
It's Who so died? nice. This guy? Yeah, the fucking they they throw shit into the thing. The guy's trying to like, yeah. I saw the prepare the funeral, C- do, but do like, CPR for him. I don't know anything about him. And then we probably missed that last issue. Yeah, Sorry, probably. Bud. Probably Sorry, missed bud. it. And then Black Manta made a dad robot. <laughs> that's a dad artificial intelligence, <laughs> and then makes him call him Commander. Yeah, that was my favorite. He's yeah. like, at the dad robot calls him son, and he's like, I'm not, so, I'm not your son. And he's like, Well, I'm your dad robot. So you I'm like literally call you pro- son. This he's is like, you, why you program. You me. program me to exist exactly like your dad. He's like, Well, then call me Captain. <laughs> it's, it's like okay, some weird like fantasy childhood fulfillment like. Freud would have there. a fucking field day oh, yeah. with you, sir. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, so you want to fuck your mother? So that I don't care about. Uh-huh. I don't know. You don't care I about like, Black Mantis? I like Black Manta as a villain, but I feel like they've been going such a cool direction with this into not that area, yeah. into the more like mythical, crazy, deep, uh-huh. uh, deep sea god kind of shit. I like yeah. that out of this comic. How did you feel about the Tom King? Uh, esque thing where they were, she was kind of peppering in quotes. It seemed like I don't know if oh, it was if at it was, the end there. It was like it was like it, yeah. it read like a text. Yeah, I liked it. I thought she did it way better than Tom King. Oh, she definitely did it better than Tom King. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I probably glossed over most of it. You but... oh, you missed key subtext then. Yeah, probably. So it's your fault at the end of the day. Next week when I'm very confused about Aquaman number whatever. Aqualad. <laughs> We're going to get Aqualad number one spinning out. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's written I'll be by. like, oh, why is this written like this? It doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, oh, Dan, if I can point you to issue. If I can point you to the subtext. Issue number 52, page 13. You'll see that the quote <laughs> was from William Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> was And that's it. That's, that's, the, that's it. That's the context. That's maybe. the context. Now you know everything. Uh, so what's t- next? So typically, I feel like we would be getting another beer by now, but we are we are catching up. We are. We're railroading this shit. You know, I might get another beer anyways. Not a full beer, but just like I mean, you've got your tapper right there. Yeah, you wanna you want a little fucking. I might uh, get you, a little. Tapper. You know, wet your whistle as well. Were. Actually, why don't you wet both of our whistles and I'll talk about Immortal Hulk? Yeah, man. You gotta finish your yeah finish your Kolsch. Oh, you're right. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. All right. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for what? Sorry for what? Oh, that's a reference we probably shouldn't have um, on a podcast. Okay, there's the full thing. Uh, so, Immortal Hulk. We missed out on number 23, um, but not really because we, we read it this week. It just 24 was this week. So, we read both of them in the same week, and this is my favorite series. It is so fantastic they turned hulk into a classic horror uh i don't know villain protagonist monster and this just ramps that shit up it is fucking wild uh so it opens up with opens up with the family uh getting their house torn up by the hulk and uh it turns out the uh i don't know if we knew this or not but the we did yeah okay okay that the woman who's following the hulk her dad and her got her dis- home destroyed uh, by the Hulk back in the day. Yeah, that's the whole reason she was on this like press, that's right, yeah. press crusade to find mm-hmm. where Bruce Banner was. And her dad ended up dying later. Um, but basically, this issue is all about Hulk and the squad going to war against this uh, annihilation, or non-annihilation, the uh, Abomination General. Yeah, the Shadow Task Force or something. Yeah, they, yeah. they like, made a meat suit of, like, Abomination, which is a famous Hulk villain, um, and he kind of, like, integrated himself with 
this like gross monster. Yeah, I love it because he didn't. He never saw the irony of what he'd done. Which yeah, just like <laughs> turn himself into a Hulk to stop the Hulk and yeah. kill kill a shit ton of fucking civilians. Yep. You know what I mean? Like along the way, he's like, it's a. It's it's necessary because we need to kill the Hulk because he kills civilians and you're like, yeah. what what's going on, dude? So I loved in this the fact that they really ratcheted up just like the horror body the body horror shit. Yeah. In yeah, this. Yeah. So like Hulk they at one point they uh shine a bunch of like sun I don't even know what they're called, like solar beams on him, which apparently melt him for some reason. I don't know. So he's like melting in and yeah, out of yeah. like Hulk and Banner form, and he's like they've been doing that for a while, right? Isn't there's the, a bunch of it's because like the Hulk comes out at night, and so they, yeah, they, they that's right because they that's... hit him with the sunlight to like pull, to force him to mm-hmm. go away and Bruce Banner to come out. Mm-hmm. But it it ends up looking really disgusting because like yeah. half of him's Bruce Banner and half of him's Hulk. He's got like Bruce Banner arms and Hulk arms, and it's just like super gross body horror shit. Um, there's also. Yeah, what else happened? Dude, Joe Fixit has a fucking moment in this shit. Joe Fixit or uh, the kid? What's his name? You mean the floaty guy or Joe? No, Fix-It? Joe Fixit at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. There's all. Oh God, all the uh, abomination stuff. The general like vomits on the Hulk, and he vomits acid on him. And the Hulk like tears off his face and skin and just becomes like a zombie Hulk. It's yeah, and then like, like throws it. He uses his own acidic skin to, to like throw <laughs> at soldiers and like melts them. Yeah. My, so he's, yeah. Uh, there's some funny shit that happens in this because I think it's hilarious. Like, okay, so basically the overall theme with the, with both of these issues oh, is that like the, the general the general is losing control. He's killing his own men. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is when okay, so the Hulk is mass like literally murdered. Like ten soldiers, right? Mm-hmm. Like actually killed them. And there's a part where the lady doctor is watching in horror as the general melts accidentally two of his soldiers with his acid puke. And yeah. I'm like, what? This that gets you? But like the Hulk just yeah. like ripped, like literally ripped apart ten people. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm supposed to be like, oh, the general's real bad for killing those guys. But I'm like, the Hulk was going to do the same exact thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, it's true. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, then they're going into for the next issue. They're leaning into that. Uh, yeah, what the I don't know that hell world again. Well, it's he, the green door shit, right? Yeah. So they die. Both of them die. Yep. Right. So, and so since Doc Samson and yep. the General both die. They both go to hell world with where, Bruce Banner's dad. Where all of the gamma irradiated people go. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's where they go. In the meantime, that they're regenerating, basically. So once, like, like, like. All of these gamma irradiated people, when they when they die, they don't they don't stay dead. Yeah, um, they tend to hang out in this limbo world for a little bit. Yeah, and so the general, the Hulk kills the general, and the general kills the Hulk in this. And the general's like, "Whoa, where am I?" And they're like, "Oh, this is the hellscape or whatever. Uh, this is where we stay before we get regenerated." Mm-hmm. And then Joe fix it, snaps his neck so that he can't regenerate. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, this ain't Bruce, it's Joe. Story time's <laughs> over, and he just fucking snaps the guy's neck. Yeah, fucking crazy. That was so good. Yeah, that I was real good. Love this. And then he like uh, takes the steel throne at the end. Hulk does. And yeah, he's like yeah, I'm taking over uh, the shadow. Uh, shadow operate. ops. Yeah, shadow ops. Whatever it is. Um, because we're all joining together. It's like Hulk's joining together with Bruce Banner, joining he, together he with can, Joe Fixit. Yeah, and he can tr- and he can control that one lady. 
the doctor yeah. lady. There was a there was a really good touch. So this was all narrated by the by the journalist lady, and she there was a really nice touch where um, they kind of break. It. There's it, this actually her whole thoughts her whole in, internal monologue is really good, mm-hmm. where she like real comes to the realization midway through a page that the guy the floating corpse dude is the same age as her and she's like i don't know what i'm supposed to do with that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she's like wait this guy's my my age i don't know what i'm supposed to do with that and then like when they break into the lab where all the bad people are she notices the magazines and the wedding portrait meant to liven up the space and she's it's just very interesting you get this like you can she's us right she mm-hmm. she's the she's the, the eyes through which we're seeing this and kind of per, per, provides like a moral anchor and kind of like a human anchor into this like bizarre fucked up shit yeah. that's going on. And I, I really appreciated it to be completely honest with you. Yeah. And then in the meantime, there's this weird cosmic shit eater of Galactus going at the on. end. So this yeah. guy is like, I am all powerful and I am going to anoint you and kind of pick you as to be the ninth eater of Galactus. The, and ninth, the ninth devourer. And then Hulk is like, nah, you know what? I'm going to eat you. And then he fucking eats him. And I'm like, oh boy. I think that's that's the immortal Hulk doing it. Yeah. Right? The I real think, bad one who wants to or, end the world. Yeah. Is it immortal or savage Hulk? Which one Whatever, is like, the savage Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. So there's. I thought this was cool. It's definitely a lead in and it's kind of leading up to what they've been building to, but they've been building up to a thing where like, what if Hulk tried to annihilate the human race? What happens if Hulk was actually evil? Not just like an embodiment of rage that could be controlled, but if there was like an intelligent evil acting force behind the Hulk, right? Who wanted to like, yeah, eliminate the human race. And so I think they're leading up to that because there is a celestial being that visits, I don't even know what kind of like, I don't know, plane of existence this is on, but it visits some version of uh, Bruce Banner, Savage Hulk, whatever you want to call it. Um, And he's like, yeah, so Galactus and all these other dudes are known as devourers and Galactus was the eighth and I'm going to make you the ninth one and you're just going to be the devourer of worlds. And then, and then he turns into like a giant Hulk monster and eats the celestial being in like a giant terrifying, ah, God, look at this panel. This is real horror fucking awesome. Yeah. He eats the guy who's going to turn him into a devourer, which is like some like key, like peak, nice, right? That's good writing, right? Like the guy's like, I'm going to, Galactus is a devourer and I'm going to make you a devourer. He's like, how about I devour you? (laughs) I mean, you're like, oh, okay, well. Fuck me, I guess. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what that turns into. Yeah, th- I thought this was super duper cool. I mm-hmm. was actually... The nice thing about not reading comic books for a month and a half is that we get to pick our favorites and read them all at the same time. And all of these yep. issues were very good. Yeah, they were. Um, I lost it. Where did Ascender go? There it is. I got it. Uh, so yeah, that, that wraps up uh, Marvel for this week. And that leaves only the kind of like independent publishers. We've got an image book, right? This is image. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is Ascender, Ascender, uh, written by <laughs> or created by. I'm trying this. Out. I'm one. trying to create. Yeah. Ascender. Yeah. Anything? I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to do a created by thing instead of like written. You know what I mean? So this is created by sure. Jeff Lemire, Dustin Nguyen and Steve Wants. Um, Ascender is a direct sequel to Descender, which was also by the same exact creative team that talked about the kind of like integration of humanity, technology, and magic. And uh, technology and magic were kind of this like polar opposite thing that were kind of at odds with each other with humanity stuck in between, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a struggle. Um, in Ascender, technology has been eradicated from existence and only magic exists. Uh, except 
not really, um, some of the protagonists from Descender, and I admit to not having read it, are like key figures in Ascender, and technology is back in the form of like an adorable robot dog that existed in Descender. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that... Dog... So are the people in this issue, they were in Descender? Yeah, but they're older. Okay. Right, cool. so I think the dad was a boy in descender oh that's why that's why the two saw the dog and ask about so um you might be missing this context but um or the pirate lady when she sees the dog she asks about um tim i think she asks about tim i think his name is tim tim is a little robot boy that was the same age as the dad boy okay in descender right okay um so they did some shit um so yeah that's kind of the crux of it it's 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 very star warsy yeah um it's like this weird blend of like fantasy sci-fi which is cool everything's yeah. a little grimy mm-hmm. you can tell stuff doesn't work like the the captain lady um is drunk and she won't wake up they have a whole argument they're like kind of like you can tell that she cares deeply about the dad and that about everything that was going on but she's like look i've accepted the world that it is right now i can't help you i'm mm-hmm. gonna fucking die if i do so like leave my boat shit goes down dad gets shanked um by by a, by a spear gets tossed into the water i really appreciated this tension because she was like i don't want your daughter i don't want anything to fucking do with mm-hmm. this leave me alone dad do- like gets shanked presumably dead they're like fuck we got to get out of here yeah the daughter's like screaming kicking she's like i will throw you off the boat if you don't come with me they hit it they go the daughter cries both of these like hardened you know what i mean people who are trying not to be involved all of a sudden involved right yep, because yep. like they're like this girl's crying she just lost her dad they're what are you gonna do what are you gonna do except get on a spaceship and get the fuck out and try to figure out what, what you're gonna do right yep so i appreciated that um there's a cool little like two page spread of just black mm-hmm. um to finish it out except on the last panel dad who was floating in the water gasps and wakes up so it was live it was cool i really like this i i I like the pacing of it this this book this this whole thing like it takes three minutes to read yeah what i mean it comes out once a month takes three minutes to read it's good it's really good to look at Mm -hmm. um it's telling a really compelling story it's dramatic i don't know this is this is like to me this is like this this is what peak like fucking indie comics are. Mm-hmm. They're they're good. They're quick. They're digestible. But they're like super rich in terms of like mood. Yeah, they serve up some fucking mood on it's a true. plate. You know they what I do, mean? They, they do do well at mood. So what did you think of Ascender number five? Man? I thought it was pretty good. I really like the um the setting. Yeah, I yep. really like the setting. I really like the mix of like new technology being the old technology it's like kind of like now how we're looking at like modern society views like witchcraft and whatever as like you know ancient shit that everyone should forget about and everyone should embrace science where when magic is the opposite of that yeah when magic is tech tech becomes magic Mm -hmm. yeah so i really like that about it um i'll say it's a little slow to get going for me like we're five issues in and And i feel like nothing has happened well dad's dad's dead but he's not yeah but like they left him behind they're getting off planet yeah i don't know it's still like it it takes a while to get moving i feel like i I personally like the pacing of it because it's it's setting i don't know it's it's it hasn't felt slow like stuff happens in every single one of these issues yeah like stuff happens but nothing like consequential to the plot happens it's still just like the dad and his daughter are trying to get off world because they have illegal like technology bandit 
And it's like that. You remember when Bandit killed that big giant guy? Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it just didn't really matter in the grand scheme of the plot. It's like nothing's really happened yet. It's like what's really happened? Like they tried to, they escaped their home because they found a robot. And the dad is now finally like separated from the daughter. But that's about it, right? It's been five. It's only been five issues, Dan. Five is a lot, I it's think. It's not. A trade paperback is about six. But like how long is this here? How long did Descender go? How many issues do you think Descender went? I went a lot of volumes. I'd say probably about 100. Yeah. I think. So, I mean, like, yeah, they well, got Probably time. not 100. Maybe like 50 or so. Mm. It's I like, I, I kind of feel like this the way I feel like about Saga. Like, Saga is super good. Super cool. Yeah, you're gonna come come out here with a super hot take and be like, "I feel this way about Saga. Saga sucks because it's slow <laughs> and boring." Well, Saga's really good, but it is super slow. Yeah, but it's fucking good. Yeah, it's good, but it's yeah. I don't know. I, if I could change it, I would have them like make plot points quicker because it's just I don't know. It, they take too long to get to where they're going. I love Saga, but it takes too long to get to where it's going. Yeah, IMO. In your humble, shitty opinion. Exactly. And I feel the same way about Ascender. It might be 32, 32 total issues in Descender. Okay. Yeah, it's not a ton. So we're like, I don't know, like a fifth of the way oh, yeah, through this. Seeing, you're actually seeing all these characters. I bet, oh, yeah. I bet it's tough to actually fucking, I bet it's actually kind of tough to read this because like, Damn, like, this looks like a beloved ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bunch of ragtag, scrappy crew saved the world, now dead. So that that ginger kid, is that the dad? That's the dad. Oh, okay. That's okay, the dad. Okay. That's his wife. That's um Sparky or whatever, Bandit. That's oh, she the, dies? That's, that's the sad. Captain. Yeah, she's fucking dead, dude. That's sad. Yeah, I'm telling... That's what I'm saying. I think this is a sad... Sh- I think this is sad. I think this might be a sad series, Dan. A sad series, Jarrett? A sad series. In a comic about an oppressive government <laughs> hell-bent on suppressing knowledge of uh, certain technologies, I don't think that sounds sad. No? That sounds like now. <laughs> well now it can't be sad because now it can't be sad because i'm living in it because i'm living in it and, and i, I ref- can't be living in refuse, a sad reality i refuse to accept that we live in a sad reality but no i, I do like ascender yeah it was just kind of this issue was just like pretty digestible not a lot happened it's fine not a lot happened he got fucking stabbed in the chest but then he survived, so it kind of mooted all that. So the, the only, so if if that last page hadn't existed, you would be like happy about it. It's just the last page of him gasping for air at the end that you're like, yeah, kinda. Really? It's That's like weird. it's like, oh, this guy died, so feel bad, but not really. He's not dead. Yeah, but the so sh- it, but there's still a all those emotions oh that you felt. God. You know, they're kind of invalidated. They're not because she still got separated from him. And she 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 still yeah. That's he's that's dead. the only thing that happened is like the daughter. It's got like separated I'm talking to. It's like I'm talking to a fucking rake. That's the only thing that happened in that entire issue is the daughter got severed from the dad. It was still good. And you, I didn't. And I you, still liked and you, it. The, the people argued. But that's all boat. that happened. Uh, yeah, for yeah, people you, argued on the boat. You're right, Jared. <laughs> yeah, and that happened. That's consequential. People arguing on a boat. It is. Oh, so you want like you want this to uh, to last six issues total? You want them to be at the end, the end <laughs> conflict by now? Well, I'm just saying, like five issues. There's not a lot that's happened. If they, you know, if we're even like a quarter of the way through this, issue six is going to see them leave their home world, which is like a perfect fucking 
arc. But will it, Jared? I think so, Dan. If it does, then I'll probably like it because it'll be moving the plot forward. But, but I feel like it's just been kind of stagnant. I don't know. I think you've been kind of stagnant. And you know what? I think the show's been podcast. kind of stagnant. <laughs> and I think uh, this is a big announcement. Um, Dan is now off the podcast. It's I've been just stagnant. Gonna be a sol- it's it's going to be a solo <laughs> job. And the, the audience has been emailing me. You haven't seen these because I've been trying to shield your tiny Saying baby. they want a Jerry solo cast? Yeah, the uh, tiny crow <laughs> magnet brain. They're like, you know, Dan's really one note all he does is shit on stuff that you like and i'm like i know i hear you and uh you know we really like it uh, we'd like to show better if he was off so dan and you're, you're like yes and i'm going to fire dan yeah yes and dan is canceled so ladies and gentlemen uh with the kenny loggins rolling in the background <laughs> we hope uh we hope that well no we don't hope because dan's gone i'm yeah, gonna I'm slowly remove his microphone it's so sad uh dan you want to say your goodbyes i love Nice. He's gone, folks. He's gone. I banished him to the shadow realm, and uh, I just wanted you guys to say that this is the Jerry only uh, solo show now. Oh, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we brought it back. Um, but the Katie Log is still rolling. Uh, we are done for right now. Oh yeah. And yeah. darlings, you look wonderful. You do look wonderful tonight. But I'm still here forever. And Danny and Jerry forever together forever. Have a great day.